Welcome to Living in Grand Rapids, the podcast. I'm Josh May. I'm Katie Arnold. And I'm Ross Bacon. Scott Bradford. And we are four of the Maker Realtors with Remax of Grand Rapids coming into a hot today, a hot topic, because we are going to recap the spring market. How was the spring market in West Michigan as far as real estate is concerned and you know, we wanted to pull in Scott here today. He's normally not on the podcast. So everybody give Scott a hand for joining. Very soft hand there. <laughs> Thank yeah, you, Scotty. guys. Welcome. Welcome. That being said, you know, the cool thing about this discussion is we've got over 40 years of experience in able to have conversations about the recap of spring market in real estate, 2022. I've been in business for over 20 years. Scott, you've been in business for 10 years. Ross, you've been in business for 10 years. Katie's been in the real estate industry for four years. Wealth of knowledge, right guys? Yeah, absolutely. Lots to talk about, lot to cover. Lot to cover because, you know, here's the reality. I've been hearing this uh, a lot lately. And I think everybody knows that the real estate market has been absolutely bananas, bonkers, all the words over the past couple of years, but there's been some very interesting changes in 2022. So who wants to kick it off and talk about what what have you guys seen? What are the changes we've experienced? I kind of feel like the spring market was actually in January, February, you know, it wasn't even spring. My listings, you know, would have about three to, to six offers on it. Right. You know, going into April and May and I'm, you know, I'm used to having, you know, 15 offers, 40 something showings. And, you know, we started to see that decline in April and May with the interest rates increasing, but the spring market, um, you know, if it's a good house, it will definitely sell and have multiple offers on it. It's just the ones that aren't priced right is, is the problem. But over, overall, I, I did great. I think uh, Ross did great. And it was just a little bit more of a challenging year to pinpoint where things were going to sell versus the market changing. I think right. it was much more tame this year. A lot more tame. Um, I think Scott's right. It definitely hit a little earlier. You know, it, it, and it didn't last very long either. I think that it was just like, it was just insane. You know, there was a few homes went after that, you know, like 20 something offers on it. One had 32 offers. And at that point, it's just kind of like you just kind of throw a dart at the wall and hope it sticks kind of a thing, um, having no idea where to end up. But it didn't really last that long. And, you know, now we're seeing homes that look great that you think are going to attract tons of offers. And, you know, you only end up competing against two or three. So it's definitely a lot more tame this year. Um, not as hectic. Personally, I've kind of nice, nice little breath of fresh air uh, to deal with a market like this. Um, and, you know, for especially for buyers. Um, it, it's a little easier to gauge and judge, you know, what to expect and how to approach a different home, uh, I, I would say, in this market. So it'll be interesting to see what's going to happen in the years to come. You know, I think there's still going to be a lot of changes. It's going to be a different type of market that maybe Scott and I have not, haven't really been exposed to in our careers. You know, we'll see. You know, what's interesting is tours are back. Like, uh, I'm not, I didn't, I didn't used to do uh, home tours because, you know, we would see the one home, home list, we go see that, you know, then maybe the next day we're seeing another one that list. That's great. You know, like tonight I'm doing a, a uh, four or five home tour. Let's kind of dive into why things were a little bit different this year. Cause I can, I, I like to look at the data. You know, there's a lot of uh, 
emotional response to the market out there. You, you, you know, sometimes people can get caught up with the news and, you know, propaganda and this and that. And I really love to look at the data and analyze things. And the reality is, is what you guys are talking about, why it felt so crazy in January, February, March was because that was the, our lowest inventory level, you know, in, in the history of, you know, I can't say history, but pretty, it's got to be pretty close. The history of Grand Rapids real estate, we were sitting, you know, as a whole at an extremely low level. For example, we got down to, you know, I think it was as low as like 250 listings active at one time in Kent County, right? Which created that absolute frenzy early in the spring, which, you know, was technically still the winter which like Scott said, you know, 30 offers, 40 offers, just an intense market. And, you know, I'll give you another example, you know, during that time, I heard another stat the other day, it, back in February, March, it, at one time in East Grand Rapids, for example, there was only eight listings on the market in all of East Grand Rapids. And today, for example, we're up over 50. So the listing count has quadrupled. And, if you really analyze what happened, uh, you know, we'll get into interest rates now. You know, we started the year at 3% as far as interest rates. So when you have 3% interest rates and you have no inventory, it's going to be a recipe for buyers going nuts to get these houses. Everybody's going to reach. There's only so many options. It's going to be intense. And then what happened is interest rates crept up pretty quickly. Um, you know, and now we're sitting roughly in the high fives and in the low six range. Well, to be honest with you, there's going to be some lag time. There's going to be some buyer lag there, meaning when interest rates creep up like that, you know, there's still going to be a frenzy. People are still going to say, I got to get a house. I got to get a house. And eventually that's going to catch up to the market. And that's why we're seeing a little bit of a slowdown because buyers have kind of reached their uh, threshold of, you know, when interest rates increase like that, pricing, we're coming off the highest appreciation year in West Michigan, buyers have kind of hit, hit their limit. And now we're seeing more listings and we're seeing more buyers say, okay, I'm only going to do so much here. And that's what's really slowing the market down, which is great because it's great to have a stabilized market. You know, let's be honest with you, buyers have been up against it in West Michigan and nationwide for years, five, yeah. seven, eight years. I mean, they have been getting mm -hmm. hammered. It has been so difficult to get a home. And now we're moving to more of this stabilized market, the way the market was for, you know, five, seven, 10 years back in the early 2000s. So this is not a bad thing. You know, we're still expecting appreciation, you know, to rise and continue in 2022. We still have low inventory levels, but this is an opportunity for buyers maybe to not be up against uh, 10 offers. Maybe they, maybe they have an opportunity to negotiate. Maybe they have an opportunity to only be up against one other party. That's really what we're seeing. And that's, I think, what we saw in April, May, and especially headed into June right now, where our listing count has quadrupled since uh march so we're up over a thousand uh listings now in the greater grand rapids area um so that's certainly going to change things does that all make sense to you guys i mean you you guys are you're you're also the experts here that that does it, it does and i, I kind of feel like um 
the strategy of listing the home has, has changed, right? Because of the markets change. So you're, what you're seeing is you're seeing a lot of homes that are actually overpriced because of the strategy that's changed with, with, with the buyers. So they're good. They're starting high, you know, you're basically going to have to work them down. And that's, that's why, you know, the buyers see the uh, price reductions in the home when the reality is, is they probably should have already listed it up less than that. I think people so, are still riding the wave of, you know, the market's hot and prices are still high and, you know, they're listing it and giving it a shot and finding out that, you know, wait, you know, there's some changes happening right now and yeah. kind of getting caught with their tail between their legs and having to make quick adjustments. So I think pricing is actually more crucial than it has been uh, in a while. And, and it's very, very important that the sellers kind of understand that, you know, you don't want to push it with the pricing and this, with what's going on right now. Now, more important dialogue between buyers and sellers and real estate professionals is critical. When you see a change in the market like this, not considered a negative thing, but people need to understand how to navigate. And what we're seeing, what we're going to see for the rest of the year is, is sellers, as Ross and Scott said, they're coming off the highest appreciation year in history. In most cases, they've made a ton of money. So when they price something a little bit too high and it doesn't happen, this isn't a negative thing. This is getting people to understand you just made 20% in one year. We don't need to make, I mean, it'd be great to make another 20%, but let's just understand market conditions, price things accordingly and get the home sold instead of trying to reach. So with that being said, Ross, Scott, what do you guys what do you guys think is going to happen, you know, for the remainder of the year here in West Michigan real estate? How are we going to close out the year? Give us some predictions from your, your perspective. I feel like we're going to see the same thing we've been seeing like the past months. I, you know, I think we're going to see an increase in, in, in listings. I don't, I don't think it's just going to shut down. I don't think there's going to be some big explosion uh, in the real estate market where, you know, things are just going to blow up and, you know, everything's going to dip down. I, I think we're going to see a steady pace of kind of what we're seeing right now more inventory, like Scott mentioned, you're going out there and doing home tours again, multiple homes uh, and, and showing that. I do, however, see the buying pool, maybe maybe not as so hectic, a lot of less buyers entering the market, I guess is what I'm saying, because I think a lot of people were, who were those first time home buyers getting close to you know financial stability to where they can go out, get that pre-approval, kind of got pushed back a little bit with those rates uh, rising the way that they did. But you know, I'm very optimistic about the rest of this year. I, I think it's going to be okay. And I think it's going to be a good year. Right. Absolutely. Scott, what do you think? What's your predictions for the next I, uh, four or five months? I think it's, it's going to uh, really kind of just stabilize itself. I mean, the, the, the homes that are priced right are going to obviously sell, but cash is going to be coming back out. Like the interest rates are up. I think we're going to see more uh, cash buyers in between that, you know, 200 to, to 350 range. The market is going to stabilize itself and I'm going to be back showing seven homes to, to one buyer on a Saturday. And it's great. I, I love it. I get to see all the different homes. But uh, at, at the end of the day, because of the condition of the property and how it's priced, we may not go after it right away. Well, I think one really important thing for our listeners to understand and buyers and sellers in general is a recession does not equal a housing crisis. I hear so much on the news about the skies falling and, uh, you know, a lot of the financial markets, this and that. And if you look at uh, data, the real data, you know, in the past four to six recessions, uh, 
uh, real estate values have always appreciated. And that's what all the national economists are still saying. You know, in 2021 or 2022, we're still looking at a seven to nine percent appreciation. 2023 through 2025, we're looking at an average of four to five percent appreciation. So buyers that are waiting for values to drop, I believe, are still going to have to wait. It's, it's just not going to happen, in my opinion. Like everybody's been saying, the market's going to stabilize. Um, it's not going to be as fast paced. People that understand how to price their homes effectively are going to win out in this market. Buyers working with great agents are going to win out in this market. But we need to understand that uh, you know a recession does not equal a housing crisis, and everybody, all the national economists would agree on that. That they are expecting home values to continue to rise because, as a nation and as a local economy, we are still in a housing shortage. And we have a very, very large uh, millennial population that still wants to enter the market. So everything is pointing towards things moving forward. It's just going to be different than the past two years because the past two years, quite frankly, were a crazy ride in real estate. I mean, it's you, 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 home values cannot appreciate 15 to 25% year over year. It's not sustainable. Never going to happen. So now we finally reached that point where, you know, we've, kind of hit that fast paced ceiling. Now we're going to level off a little bit, which is totally fine. Which is around the 3% to 5%, right? Yeah. Your historical market appreciation is around three to 4%. And I think in 2022, we're going to look a little bit higher than that. And then we're going to go right back to your average historical appreciation, which is that three to 5% range. And that's going to, you know, hopefully increase, uh, and, and make a little bit more of a stabilized market with more listings um, coming to the market. And it's all positive. It's all positive. So we need to do a good job of explaining that to our clients, which we're doing today. After you guys have sat down and discussed this topic and thought about it and, you know, even gave us a call, discuss reaching out to us. We'll let you guys get back to living in Grand Rapids. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Living in Grand Rapids, the podcast. Please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast and share with your friends. You can find us on Instagram at maygroupgr or online at marketgrandrapids.com.